Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Inspired by Cass, a podcast dedicated to helping you become your most authentic self. I'm your host, Cass, a spiritual teacher, Reiki healer, and intuitive badass. I'll be bringing you interviews, meditations, and solo episodes, all in the hopes of awakening your soul to its highest potential. So come on this journey with me as we navigate modern spirituality. Hey, what is up, my beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Inspired by Cass. And as always, I am so excited to be behind the microphone and welcoming you to this episode. Uh, This is, this is an interview, um, if you want to call it that, just a conversation between two uh, spiritual women, spiritual mentors, spiritual teachers. And I am very honored uh, to be able to, uh, you know, just let you guys in on this powerful conversation that Maddie and I have. So before we jump into that, a little bit about Maddie. Maddie is a spiritual mentor who specializes in self-connection, past life regression, and breath work. Maddie is passionate about exploring life, following joy, and healing while guiding others to do the same. And I just feel like that is so damn powerful. Maddie and I have been connected on the old Instagram um, for a little while now, and I love her energy. She's also a manifesting generator, which I picked up on (laughs) during the interview. Um, She is someone who has so many passions and is so passionate about helping other people. And I really specifically wanted to her to come on here today and talk about past life regression because past life healing is something that I love that I am, you know, deeply into is coming up a lot within my psychic readings these days. And I really just want to introduce you all to the magic that is like past life regression and past life healing. You know, I've spoken, I guess on here, or maybe I've just spoken about it just with my one-on-one clients, but uh, you know, time isn't linear. And a lot of the lessons and experiences that we are experiencing in, in this life uh, have or have been played out in past lives as well. And, you know, they're coming up in this life as an opportunity for us to, to heal and to grow and to learn from that. So this is why past life healing, uh, and past life regression is so powerful. And I mean, I know, cause I've already had this conversation with Maddie. I know that you're going to get so much out of this. So, uh, I'm going to throw it over to the interview now enjoy and I will see you on the other side. Welcome back to another episode of Inspired by Cass. I have the incredible Maddie here today and we are going to be chatting about past life regression, uh, soul connection, really just like tapping into our, you know, real identities in this life. So I'm very excited to introduce Maddie and I'm going to throw it over to her. Introduce yourself and let us know what is your journey into spirituality been like? Hi, thank you for having me. Um, I am Maddie. I am really, I kind of, I mean, I don't hate introducing myself, but I struggle to because I'm trying to not label myself so much because I just feel like 
in my work every second month. It's like, oh, I've got a new label. <laughs> so um, I will tell you what I do rather than um, mm. kind of any kind of label. I guess you could put the label of spiritual mentor on me, um, but I work with people to help them connect with themselves and feel more connected to their soul. So I do that in a lot of different ways. I do past life regression, as Kaz um, mentioned. I also do some self-connection mentorship and help people tap into their intuition. Um, I'm also a breathwork practitioner, which is another beautiful way um, to connect with yourself. So yeah, I have a lot of um, training and a lot of different therapies, but at the the crux of it all, it is all um, based on connecting to yourself. And the way that I started this spiritual journey is I guess kind of a long story, which I'll try and condense, but essentially I got really sick in 2017. I was in bed for eight months. Um, I ended up getting diagnosed with Crohn's disease and I was just really, really fucking sick. Oh, can I swear? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Anyone listening to this? Like I swear all the time. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just really sick. Um, when I say I couldn't get out of bed, I actually couldn't get out of bed. And that kind of created a bit of a choice point for me. Like, I know this might sound a bit cliche, but it was literally like, okay, suffer for the rest of your life or make some drastic changes. And Mm. I, I knew that I had Crohn's disease. Like I wasn't in denial, but I always had this knowing that, it wasn't forever. Like if anyone is familiar with Crohn's disease, it's not, it's apparently not curable. I have been this July, it will be three years since I was medication symptom free. So I believe I've cured it. But at the time I was just kind of like, this is my teacher. And I wasn't spiritual really. Like I was open to the universe and, you know, manifesting and stuff like that, but not to the extent that I would be like, oh yeah, Crohn's disease has come to teach me something. So that was a little bit left of field, Um, but I just followed that. And that led me to really getting into meditation, getting into chanting, connecting more with myself and following my intuition, which led me here. So Mm -hmm. there is so much to unpack. You know, I love (laughs) connecting with like other women in this space because everyone has got into this because of some type of disease or just like quotation marks trauma that they've experienced in their life. Like none of us have just woken up and gone, you know what, life's pretty great. I'm just going to like dabble into like meditation and spirituality to just like for shits and gigs. Like that is not what this shit is about. You know, uh, spirituality seems to come into all of our lives as a cure for just the shit that has been sort of, I suppose, manifested into our life. So I flipping love hearing that you have been able to, you know, quotation marks, cure yourself. I'm going to say you cure it, you cure it. Okay. Right. Um, because, you know, of just, and I'm sure you can, can you sort of feel this, like you've obviously been able to just like tap back into yourself um, through this spiritual journey. Right. So I love that. Um fuck the labels. I want to touch on that first. Okay. Yeah, Cause that okay. is, I'm so big on this because I don't want to be put inside a box. Okay. And I feel like this is probably what a lot of your work comes down to. And I, I think when we dive into uh, past life progression soon, we'll, we'll talk more into it, but like we do seem to just put ourselves into boxes from a very young age of this is who I am. So what's your kind of like journey been like really sort of trying to take yourself out of any 
boxes or expectations you had from not just like personal life but business as well? So I think it's been more like obvious to me in business. I think mm-hmm. I struggle a little, more, a little bit more in personal relationships because obviously with my business, like I'm connected to clients and it's not just like a self-centered thing, but I am the one kind of running the show in my business. In personal relationships, it, I won't lie, it has st- it's still a little bit of a struggle. Um, but within my business, I really started to realize like, I, I love coaching and I, I love seeking support from other people, but I started to realize that through my own kind of, I guess, insecurities, every time I had a coach in my business, my own coach, I was taking what they were saying would work and I was just kind of running with it. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. This is how you do this. This is how you show up. This is how you show up in this space. And I, within my own personal circle and my own life, apart from what I see on Instagram, I'm the first person to be a coach and to work on social media. So I didn't really have any examples, um, which then kind of led me to be like, okay, I'm going to be like this person or, okay, Mm. I'm going to be like that person. And I just started to realize that, Although every coach that I've ever had and every person I've ever worked with in terms of business mentorship has provided me with great value, not everything they do is going to be resonant with me Mm. and my business. And so I started to realize that in forcing myself to label myself to be a certain way was actually kind of making me less like magnetic, less passionate. Um, So probably, I want to say it was probably 2020, I started to just kind of explore like, okay, like, my own thing um, within this space, Mm. which then led me to change my label a lot (laughs) because I was constantly evolving. I was constantly like doing new trainings. Like, am I a past life regression therapist? Am I a breathwork practitioner? Am I a coach? Like, Mm. (laughs) what am I? And so I was changing my identity a lot. And then um, late last year, I was just like, fuck it. Like I... I put on my website, like I'm not, I'm trying not to label myself. These are the things I can help you with. These are the the things I can do. Um, But this label really not only limits me, but makes me confused because when Mm. I decide to do something outside of that label, then I'm like, oh, well, am I not being consistent? Am I not like, will people understand me? And I think honestly, like when I reflect on the labels and like trying to identify myself, it really is just trying to have someone else understand me Mm. um, and like trying to see me. And I think people understand you and people see you from a very, like from your energy, from the way you show up. It's not because of a label, you know? Um, So just giving myself permission to do that and like permission to be, and I'm, it's very much a work in progress still. Um, but just like be myself, you know, Mm. and have that be who I am rather than like, okay, that's Maddie and she's over there and she's in that box and I understand what she does. (laughs) Yeah. I totally feel that. Are you a manifesting generator? I am. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's like, "Mm -hmm, she's a man gen. I feel you. And I'm, I'm totally the same. Right. And so this is where man gens and, you know, it doesn't have to just relate to man gens, but you know, we are a considerable amount of the population, but like we can struggle because we do have so many interests. We do have so many passions, especially when it comes to business. It's just like, how do I put all of these hearts on top of my head and say, this is who I am. But even just in personal life, you know, like I have so many interests outside of like, 
you know, obviously just business, just in my personal life. And I'm getting to a point when I need to be very comfortable with the fact that like, I need to have different groups of friends and I need to have different interests because no one's ever going to get the same version of me. And this, I feel is where this like deconditioning can kind of come into play as well. When we do say, fuck it, fuck the labels. I can be whoever I want to be because we get to just play with the fact that we can be anyone that we want at any point in time. But but through schooling, we've sort of had to go, this is who I am and, you know, move through that. So I love that. Anyone listening, if you are resonating, fantastic. But I just think that the big message here, because I really wanted to go into this because I'm so passionate about it, just don't feel like you need to be a particular person for a particular person. I think that's the bulk of it. Whether it's you need to be a particular person for yourself or for someone else, it doesn't matter. You can change. And yeah. I think that the, the whole journey is about changing, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And something that I've been saying a lot lately to my clients and to also people in my life. So I'm not sure if it's like the energy right now, but is that like life is actually just an experiment. Like I know, I know it can feel really hard and like, I'm coming out of a kind of hard period. So if six months ago, if I was like, don't worry about it, it's just an experiment. I would have been like, fuck off. But um, we're literally just trying everything on. You know, like jobs, relationships, and like it can feel a lot heavier than that, obviously. But if you think about it, we none of us know if we're going to love something. None of us know if everything's going to work out. Like it's actually just trying everything on. And that mm. kind of freed myself as well. Like I have um, just talking about human design and open identity center as well. Mm. So um, that is like, who am I almost every single day, um, which is confronting <laughs> But just like, even if like, I want to dress a different way, like if I want to look a different way, if I want to speak a different way, like you saying that you aren't going to, like people are going to get different versions of you. I'm like, oh my God, that, that is just freeing in itself because I have like, I felt in the past too, like if I show up differently with different people, like, am I being fake? Like, am Mm. I just showing up? And that has been confusing with identity too. Um, But yeah, it's, I think just the biggest like permission slip to just try everything on and if it doesn't work, we'll then try something else. Mm, absolutely. I, I've definitely been faced with that. I have a little Gemini, like I'm a Gemini moon, Gemini rising. So I'm like, I'm the twins. I'm like split. So people are just going to get different versions of me. So this is definitely everyone's permission slip just to uh, play this game, this game of life. Cause that's what it is. It's a game. It's an experiment. It's school. Okay. Our souls come here to learn all the lessons. So stop taking everything so fucking seriously. Yeah. Like, ultimately, like guys, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, stop taking everything so seriously. Um, however, talking about the lessons and the experiments and all the things, that's what we're here to do ultimately in this life is to make these lessons. And that's why I find past life regression so interesting um, because I myself have sort of started to tap into it and some of the things that have come up from my own past lives, I can see how it's manifesting and creating things in this life. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. I'm like, this is insane. So let's talk about that little part of you, the past life regression. How did you get into it and how transformational has that been for your journey? Yeah. So I... 
I love past life regression. Like it's just so cool. Even if you don't want to like seek it out for healing, it's just interesting and fascinating. Like I've always been fascinated by it. I remember you might've read the book, Many Minds, Many Masters. Have you read it? I haven't. Okay. So it's by Brian Weiss. Anyone listening that's interested in past life regression or just past lives in general, you definitely should read it. I started to be like when I got into kind of like more spirituality and and things like that, I accidentally came across a past life in a therapy session um, with a luckily very open-minded psychologist (laughs) who actually was like, okay, yeah, this is a past life. And she kind of guided me through the past life. But um, yeah, I was like, oh, oh, what is this? What's going on? And, you know, it was totally fine. But um, after I had that session, my sister was like, you need to read this book because what you're describing is essentially what happens in this book. And basically Brian Weiss is um, a therapist, he's a psychologist, and he stumbled across um, a past life accidentally in a therapy session, then ended up writing a book about it. Um, So I read this book in a day. Like I I kid you not, like I had my auntie come over. I remember she was, she was like, oh, I'm just going to pop in. And I was like, that's fine, but you can't stay. Like, come and say hi, but like, I'm reading this book. Like I would take it to pee. Like I was just obsessed and I read it in an entire day. Um, and that just led me to explore it more. And I just knew that I was going to incorporate it into my work. I wasn't trained at the time. Um, and then eventually a training came up and I, I got into it that way. Um, but essentially like past life progression is just, um, well, you can have a past life reading. What I do is regressing people back to remember their own life. So there are like people you can go to when they can read your past lives and tell you the information. I have you actually experience the information um, through a form of um, hypnotic state. It's not full hypnosis. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I do, uh, I suppose, the reading, getting into mm-hmm. like my tarot reading. So that's how I've sort of dived into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, just, I guess I just find it so fascinating in that obviously how these different things that we've experienced in our past lives are then sort of like, you know, manifesting throughout um this life so I guess what um what is an actual past life regression session like really involve you said you put them into a hypnotic state and they kind of like experience the past yeah life. yeah so I will say that um it is possible to not experience anything mm. if you're feeling really apprehensive, which is pretty common um, with a past life regression, just because people are scared of what they're going to see and what they're going to open up. Um, it's possible to just kind of feel really relaxed and not experience anything. Um, but if you were to have an experience, which I would say about 85% of my clients do, mm. um, maybe even a little bit more, um, it's kind of like a dream. So I relax you down and then I'm guiding you the entire time and you're having your own internal experience. So whether that's that you're visualizing something, whether it's that you're feeling or just knowing something, um, I essentially 
walk you through a door into a past life. We go through a few different events that happen in that life. Um, And then we do kind of like a healing at the end where you review that life, review the lessons, review the purpose, review why it's important for you to remember. um, And then you come back out of it. And from that place, we can do some kind of therapeutic things. So um, the things that have come up in the life or the reoccurring things that you might be experiencing in your current life, you actually have some practical tools of how to kind of move through that and break through that. Um, I really see it as like a tool. I think like it's very layered, but I really at the crux of it, see it as a tool for your soul to just kind of have that recognition of, oh, there's not a need to repeat this in this life. Mm. Like it's enough to acknowledge it. It's like you can use it to um, identify strengths and gifts as well. So it's not all negative um, or, you know, quote unquote negative. (laughs) So, but it's really just, I guess a remembering and an understanding more deeply of what your soul has experienced and how you can utilize that in this life. Mm, Yeah. I love that. I personally had an experience recently where I did a reading for someone and it went quite terribly, didn't do any past life things, but basically what then came up because I went to my coach and I was like help me like (laughs) she kind of got me into a bit of a state and I sort of was taken back to a past life where that particular woman had um she had actually like named me as like a witch and made me basically like be burned alive so she had come back into triggered all of these insecurities and stuff and I sort of had to like work through that to move past it and obviously continue on with my work like it was so insane so do you see um, that hasn't happened to me in a past life regression that's just through random stuff but do you see stuff like that sort of playing out for yourself or clients and stuff as well Yeah. So I've had that happen to me in a personal relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. It was actually someone that I had met in like a spiritual space and I thought we were going to be really good friends. Turns out we weren't. Um, And that was a past life thing, but most, and I see like massively, and I think it's probably just because of the work that I do, but I track a lot of clients that have a witch wound. So Mm -hmm. like, don't want to, like, they feel like, oh my God, I, I know I'm here to like, you know, be a healer or be some kind of like helper to people, be be in the spiritual space, but they're so scared of speaking. They're so scared of being seen. That's a really, really common one. I haven't had anyone um, have like, so I've had people remember negative experiences, of course. Um, We, part of the regression is viewing the death and experiencing Mm. the death. Um, And I like, like, most of, or all of my clients, actually, I've never had someone have like a traumatic experience, but they feel it and they can get really emotional. And it's kind of like, you're very connected to the scenario, almost like a really good movie. That's like pulled you in and you feel connected, but it's not like, oh my God, like I'm the one experiencing it. Mm. Um, So it's more kind of like, um, almost like a, a dream that feels very, very real. Um, but yeah, certainly for myself, I have had um, situations where I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that's why that was triggered. And I can see, like I, I've had that experience in a past life with that same person um, as well. 
Mm, yeah. I feel like the more that, um, you know, you kind of like tap into your intuition more, the more that you sort of start to see the synchronicities and you're like, intuitively, you're just like, oh, this has happened before. Mm. And, you know, we are a lot more aware in this lifetime than we have been in past. So there are so many more opportunities for us to kind of heal these and speaking into the witch wounds. Like I've done an episode on, you know, being a witch and all of that and spoken heavily about the witch wounds because I can guarantee you most of you that are listening to this probably have some type of witch wound. I've worked through a lot myself speaking about the lady that burned me. Like that's just one of many, right? Um, but yeah, I just think that it's such this be- it's such a beautiful, I suppose, experience, whether you go into it in a formal past life regression, or you just tap into this stuff with your intuition, because you do start to feel into and see, oh, I've, I've had this come up before and you get to make the choice of, am I going to um, learn from this? Cause this is just a playground. We're here to have fun. Um, and it does come down to a choice. So I think for you, and I want to dive into the kind of like intuition part now, like uh, how do you feel like just from a, from a healing point, the intuition sort of plays in of being like, Hmm, is this something that I've experienced before? And you know, what's the lesson here that I sort of need to work through? So I think in when we're talking about um, past lives and using the intuition, first thing I'll say is that you're probably going to feel crazy. Like even if, you, even if you're well-versed with using your intuition, even if you're feeling like, um, yeah, you can 100% trust your intuition and then you're like, oh, was I a witch in a past life? And like I have all of this kind of stuff come up. You're probably going to feel crazy. I tell basically all my clients just let yourself feel like you might be losing your mind that Mm -hmm. is that's key when you're doing this work um and I obviously don't say that to dismiss anything it's just that like there's no way that we can prove this other than our feelings other than our intuition um so that's the first thing I'll say but when when you have that feeling like people have come to me before like having a regression and wanting a regression to confirm something they've already felt that's actually quite common and there's no guarantee that it, like in a regression that you will see the life that you want to see um that's just something to note and a lot of the times they don't see the regression that they're wanting to so they're kind of like they're a little bit disappointed and feeling like oh had i just made that up but if you're intuitively feeling something i mean you know, explore it. My favorite way to explore this kind of stuff. If you haven't had like a a formal kind of reading or regression is to actually journal because Mm. once you kind of like let yourself stream of conscious journal on it, eventually your mind slips out of the way and a lot of stuff comes through before I did my past life regression training. And I was exploring my own past life, past lives, um, just through my intuition journaling was like the number way that I did that. I'd have kind of that intuitive hunch and then I would journal and explore more. Um, but yeah, like I think you mentioned synchronicities before, but potentially Mm. you didn't. And I just made that up, um, follow the synchronicities. Like, um, I know that might sound really simplistic to just like, when it comes to your intuition and past lives, just believe it, (laughs) but that's kind of what you have to do. Um, and then of course, like if you're feeling like, um, you do need more support on it, well then mm. seek that support. But you also mentioned to like, there's that choice to be made. Mm. And like, I guess like 
just hypothetically, if you you had remembered a past life intuitively or like feel like there's a past life lesson coming through intuitively and you're not sure whether it's true or not, you're not sure what to do about it, if you just at a very base level believe in the subconscious mind and like the actual like physiological parts of our brain, like the very science-based stuff, your subconscious is bringing something forward for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I tell people that are skeptical when they come to get a past life regression, even if at the very least, all of this was fake, your brain has made up something <laughs> for a reason. Mm. Um, so yeah, if you're feeling like intuitively something's coming through and you're not sure whether it's real or not, and you think it's connected to a past life, follow those breadcrumbs anyway, because there's probably a lesson for you, some actions to take, some choices to make based on that anyway. Yeah. I just really want to just emphasize the point you made about the fact that there's actually no way to prove any of this. Yeah. <laughs> so like, um, we can talk about this, uh, but we, we do, we, we, we don't have any way of actually, you know, factually, scientifically, whatever, proving any of what's going on in our head that we're feeling, that we're just seeing, your that we're experiencing. It's mm. just, yeah. So I think this is where people struggle to just take like ownership or even just the trusting factor of like, you just have to trust that if you're feeling or seeing or experiencing this thing, then it's for a reason. If you feel like the same lessons coming up within relationships or business, or just, you know, within your sort of like internal world, and there's probably, there's like, there is a reason for it. There's probably some type of like karmic lesson playing out that you're supposed to sort of dive into. If you start getting flashes or feel like you've experienced this before, follow it journal or have some type of session because yes, you might seem crazy. You might feel crazy, but yeah, subconsciously it's coming up for a reason. I think as well, like, as I'm just sort of going on this, like when, if you do have any type of reading, either like a psychic reading, a tarot reading, a past life regression, trust that whatever comes up is exactly what your subconscious or your higher self wanted you to experience at the time. I think that's where you need to like, let go of any expectations within this kind of work. So yeah, does that resonate? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And you actually, you said something like two things that made me want to like say two separate things. Um, The first thing is that when I do a path life regression, we're working with your subconscious mind. Like it's believed that that's where your soul's memories are stored. So we're actually working with your subconscious mind. And then the second thing is that if you're struggling to trust I mean, your intuition in general, but especially with the past life stuff, because it's a lot harder to prove, like you said, you cannot prove it. Most of the time people don't trust it because they don't believe they have the gift. Mm. It's like if a psychic was to say to you, hey, you know what? You were a mermaid and you were fucking King Triton's daughter. (laughs) Like, good God, I wish that someone told me that Um, in a past life regression. But, you know, if someone said that to you, you'd be like, oh, my God, like, that may be a little hard to believe, but a psychic has told me that and someone with this gift, like the, the biggest kind of barrier, I think when I started off was that I was like, I'm just little old Maddie. I'm not a psychic. I'm not this, I'm not that. But the fact is that we are all intuitive. And so if your barrier to trusting yourself is that you don't believe that you're like special enough or gifted enough or whatever, like 
I mean, there's probably some work to do there, but I just encourage you to remove that belief completely. Like it's, I know that you would teach the same thing. We Mm. all have that gift. It's just a matter of tapping into it. Um, And so kind of when you're sitting with this maybe disbelief, just really um, encouraging yourself that like, this is your natural state, this remembering, Mm. this intuition, that's your natural state, not the kind of doubting and weird, like societal norms. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. That logical kind of side of the brain needs to Mm. go because yeah, I talk about it all the time. Like we are naturally intuitive. Okay. We've just, we've been tapped out of it because we live in such a masculine logical based society and uh i just feel that the more and i I think as well like which wounds right if you're listening to this and you're like i'm not intuitive i can't trust myself you know the only person i'm ever going to believe is like castle maddie because they told me that i'm a mermaid in a past life (laughs) um i can guarantee you if you actually just start with yourself for a little bit and intentionally were like "Hmm, like what's some past life things or it i don't know for me a lot of this stuff happens spontaneously it's just going to come to me at that point but it does honestly just come down to trust i mean that the imprint of everything that we've experienced through all of our lives. And I've been, <laughs> a couple of people have done readings for me and they're like, girl, you've had a lot of lives. Why are you still here? So I've got a lot imprinted <laughs> on my soul um, and that's going to play out through this life. So kind of want to like smooth now into, I suppose, this like soul connection that you talk about, because I think it's beautiful. Do you want to just tell the listeners what that's all about? Yeah. So when I help people connect with their soul, well, it's not really a connection. Like that connection's always there. You mm. are your soul. So there's no like me connecting you or anything like that. It's really just a remembrance. Mm. Um, and I do that through a lot of different ways. You know, I have modalities that help people do that past life regression being one of them, but like simply connecting to your soul and like connecting to yourself is just taking the time to actually be with yourself, be present Mm. with yourself. That means good and bad. You know, I talk about soul connection and self-connection. Like it's this like big, beautiful thing, which it is. And it can lead to big, beautiful circumstances and situations and experiences, but it's also being willing to look at, I guess, your shadow for lack of a better word. And for the, at the things that potentially, are kind of like sitting on top of you that are stopping you from connecting to yourself. Like the way that I see it is that connection is always there. It's just about kind of removing all of the layers on top of it, whether that be shitty beliefs, whether it be a lack of self-trust, whether it be, um, you know, the fact that we do live in a very masculine kind of disconnected Mm. world. So yeah, it's simply just connecting to the truest version of yourself, the part of you that is completely whole, the part of you that is, perfect the part of you that wants to be confident and you know in your soul's gifts and and really just connecting to that oh I love that and I just feel like that's the journey that everyone is sort of on right now because ultimately yes we are our soul and when we first like are born like we are the fullest and truest potential of that and then we experience life this beautiful playground that's full of lessons uh that you know then we we experience this this conditioning that puts these different beliefs and limitations on us and I think that anyone can agree that by the time we hit our 20s 
probably into our 30s and beyond really, that's when the deconditioning starts. When we actually go, hang on a second, something doesn't feel right. Anyone, I've spoken about the Saturn return. Um, Obviously I'm in the midst of mine. If you're in the midst of your Saturn return or just on the end of it, um, I feel like this is where a bulk of the deconditioning really, really starts. Um, And that's it. It truly is just being able to come back to yourself. And I guess as well, the intuition is going to come with that because you're actually going to be connected in with that part of you that has no doubts and no fears, right? Yeah, for sure. And for me, like discovering all of this started with just connecting to myself. Like Mm. I was so disconnected that I was sick. I was just like, I mean, my life, my life wasn't a mess, but I was ignoring a lot. I was repressing a lot. I was, I was disconnected by choice. I think like an unconscious choice. Um, And the way that my intuition came to me was by starting to make time for myself was starting to like connect to myself, but not with the intention of connecting to myself. If that makes sense. Like I was just kind of desperate. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this because like apparently meditation is supposed to be good for you. And then the more that I kind of cleared that unknowingly at the time, the more my intuition came through and the more that like knowing came through, the knowing was probably always there, but like to trust for it wasn't until Mm. I actually started to connect. But I like to describe the intuition as a telephone to the soul. Like it's always there. And even the most disconnected people, like the people that are kind of deliberately forgetting their truest self or, you know, not really thinking or believing that there's a truer self than who they Mm. currently are. They still have like intuition, like everyone has a gut feeling, you know, it's there. It just gets so much stronger when you're willing to like, I mean, I'll say clear the channel, but I think sometimes that can be a little bit like cliche in the spiritual kind of community, but like the more that you clear the other shit, the more that you can hear yourself. It's like, if something was buried, if someone was buried, under a heap of garbage and they were yelling out, their voice would be muffled. But if you take the garbage off, you're going to be able to hear them clearly. And I feel like that's exactly the same with the intuition. Mm, Absolutely. And I feel like I want to do like a full, like 180 back to the first thing. Cause you just spoke about obviously like being sick, right? Mm -hmm. Like everything is energy. And basically what happens is when we aren't connected to our soul and our truest potential, and we're not connected to our body and our knowing our body gets sick. Our body starts to scream out, whether that is some type of disease, whether it is just anxiety and depression, like it is somehow going to energetically manifest something because like, it's just like, I'm wrong. Like that's ultimately what it comes down to. Um, this is like where some people can like get a bit disinterested and what I have to say, but like I say like, there's not actually really any type of disease. It's just a dis dis-ease within our body and that through you know the healing modalities that we're talking about or just connecting back into your soul and your truest potential you can actually heal the physical body because the physical body isn't real because we are just our soul and this is just you know depending on what your beliefs are is how deep we'll go into that but do you kind of like feel that yourself yeah I think I like it's um I'm in so many different minds about that. I Mm. believe what you're saying. Um, Like at the very core of it, that is my belief. I think I've worked with a lot of people that have come to me and been like, hey, I have a chronic illness too. And um, like I've tried very hard to steer away from like, I'm the person that can fix your chronic illness because I have never claimed to be that. Mm -hmm. Um, I do believe that there are some people in this life that um, aren't like aren't meant to heal. 
like mm-hmm. their chronic illness, that they're, that being sick in a certain way or, you know, learning to live with their illnesses and things like that um, is their gift. You know, I don't think, I like, I think in some ways the spiritual community can almost be harmful. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in the rather than dis like rather than disease disease I really believe in that um I just feel yeah like if you're listening to this and kind of feeling like I've tried everything like and I'm still not healing like the actual one of the things that really helped me heal was my um psychologist at the time said to me Maddie if you want to heal this you have to accept that you may have this forever like it has to become a neutral thing you have to be okay with the fact that you have it forever or okay with the fact that it's healed and when she first told me that I was like what (laughs) that doesn't make sense but that was one of the turning points for me was like having that acceptance you can't heal something you hate um so yeah I I do agree I just think there are like so many layers to Mm. that um that whole topic (laughs) oh absolutely I don't want to dive in too deeply because absolutely I think that um anyone listening and you are suffering from anything chronic, like that could just be part of what you're supposed to experience in this life. Yeah. And coming to like the acceptance of that. Yeah, absolutely. So don't think like, oh, if I just think positively um, and meditate, I'm going to like cure myself because that just may not be your journey. Um, So yes, I definitely want to put that disclaimer out. Um, So I suppose like, what do you feel like within your own work? Like what are what are people really able to sort of just like step into and transform into when they do come back to their soul and like really having that connection? This is such a good question because um, it's something that is really hard for me to answer, mostly because it's so broad. Like I don't want to be the person that's like, oh, soul connection, self-connection can help with everything, but it kind of can, you know, at the end of the day, you are the ones with the answer. You are the one that knows best for yourself. And in order to receive that wisdom, to like hear that wisdom, you need to be connected to yourself. So I work with clients on a lot of different things um, and help them transform in a lot of different ways. Funnily enough, I've worked with a lot of people on their businesses, like not actually doing business coaching, but being kind of themselves enough. Sorry, my dog just kicked the table. Um, being themselves enough to be able to like step into their business and express themselves in their business. So purpose comes into a lot of it. Mm. I think that purpose is such a big one for people because they're like, I don't know what my purpose is or they don't feel good enough for Mm. their purpose Um, and self-connection. Because when you come back to like that remembering that I spoke about earlier, there's really no self-worth issues. There's really no self-love issues. There's really no questioning of self. Yes, you can oscillate between like the self-doubt and coming back to that place of remembering that's I teach this and that's what I experience. <laughs> I don't think there's anything necessarily like um, to, to solve that. But when you come back to this place of remembering, it's like, why would I doubt myself? Why would I have confidence issues? Why would I have self-worth issues? Why would I be holding myself back? Why wouldn't I be putting in those boundaries with the people that are taking advantage of me or that don't make me happy? Why would I stay in this relationship? Um, So yeah, I know that's a super broad answer, but it really kind of is the antidote for a lot of things. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I think that for each individual, the process of actually coming back to themselves is, you know, going to result in all of that. Cause that's mm-hmm. ultimately a lot of us have this sort of conditioning or beliefs about ourselves that we aren't good enough. And like, you know, what am I supposed to be doing in this life? Cause that's honestly, I feel like so many people business or not, like everyone's just like, what am I supposed to be doing in this life? Like, why am I here? And we have to remove the pressure that we're here to do anything. Like, again, doing a 180 back to the first thing we spoke about. Like, let's just have fun, guys. Um, so I love that. All right. Um, I feel like I just want to round it out. Do you feel like there's anything else that we haven't covered? Anything like else on your heart that you like really want to share with the listeners today? feel like yes but I'm not exactly sure what it is (laughs) um I'm like I wish that my like intuition would just be like no we're fine so that I wouldn't have to like be live on the microphone being like what is this (laughs) I feel like I feel like what actually like wants to be said is that if you're if you've listened to this and you're like feeling inspired or feeling like oh yeah maybe that would help me or feeling like I, I really need to connect to myself or, you know, whatever it is. If, so, if this episode has activated something in you, I feel like follow that for sure. But also just kind of like there's no pressure. There's no rush. I feel like when we talk about um, any kind of like healing, self-development, whatever it is, um, that sometimes, and I say this because I feel it sometimes too, that we can kind of have this like, oh, my God, okay, now I need to do that. Mm. And um, while that like getting support for people moving into like healing modalities and things like that are really important. I also just want to encourage you to like be present with yourself as you are like, yes, take action. Yes. Go and get the past life regression. Yes. Connect more to yourself. But the whole point for me with self-connection is actually coming back to the fact that you are whole as you are. And so I would hate for this episode I don't know I think it's a balance because like if you're intuitively pulled to something follow it of course Mm. but I would hate for anything that I ever said to make someone feel like okay now there's an urgency for me to like do this because it's going to get me this result what you are seeking is already within you and yes I can help you with that yes Cass can help you with that there is a million people in this world that can help you with that but the way that that comes through is ultimately with you. So just like take your time and be willing, instead of focusing so much on the result, just be focusing actually on that connection. Yeah. I feel like that's all. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that because I think that just comes back to taking back your own power and realizing mm-hmm. that yes, while, you know, Maddie and I could help you with something and so could all of the other thousands of thousands of people um but the power really does need to come from you and and the answers like all we do all that we do is facilitate you tapping back into yourself and your knowing and your feelings yeah. okay that's all we do we can, we don't actually have the answers we just help you to to remember yeah a hundred percent and even with things like reiki and like energy healings and things like that like it is simply returning your energy and your body to its natural state of self-healing Like we are, like you said, facilitating you to have your own remembering own experience, but also like when you go deeper into modalities that potentially you still think like, oh, I can't heal my own energy and things Mm. like that. At the end of the day, 
all of that is still whole too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can, can f- facilitate that for yourself too. So yeah, I just think that's an important note. Mm. Yeah, no, I love that. That's so beautiful. Well, this has been an epic conversation. No, I loved it. I love this. Okay, cool. So how can everyone uh, connect with you? Obviously I'll put all your links below, but just give yourself a shout out while we're here. Yeah. So I'm not sure when this episode is going to come out, but uh, I'm taking new coaching clients up until the end of April, sorry, end of March, Mm -hmm. start like first week of April. Um, So that's a 12 week self-connection coaching one-on-one with me. And then you can book past life regression and breath work timeline jumping, um, which we didn't even talk about, but there's info on my website. Um, you can book just one-off sessions on my website as well. Um, so you can just find that through all the links. Amazing. This episode's actually going to come out on the weekend. So oh, you beautiful. Got, we'll, we'll, everyone will send everyone your way, Maddie. Um, <laughs> get in on the magic that is Maddie. Um, thank you for this epic conversation. I have really enjoyed it. I hope that everyone who has listened has really gotten something out of it. And I think the overall theme is just that you are a powerful badass yourself. And while we as healers and intuitives can help you with things, just remember that the power is also in your own hands. So thank you for listening and I will catch you in the next episode. Um, hi, I really, really, really hope that you enjoyed that episode. That conversation with Maddie was incredible. When we finished recording, I, uh, we actually spent a little bit more time talking and I was just like, I'm going to have to have you back to talk about something else. Um, I don't know. Our energy was electric. And as you can tell, we, we have very similar uh, views and understandings of the world. So that always makes a conversation super potent. So I really hope that you got a lot of valuable information out of this. If you are feeling called to doing a past life regression with Maddie, I will obviously have all of her details in the show notes. If you want to book in an intuitive healing session with me, where I kind of do like a psychic reading, past life healing and Reiki healing, then you can always also do that as well. I will have the link down there. So thank you very much. As always, beautiful soul. I appreciate you and I love you. But as always, I hope that you are loving yourself too. Bye.